Alright, everyone, clear the way. We got a live one here. Oh, by the gods, what happened to her? Well, as it turns out, they were a participant in the Miss Glamour pageant and they got their leg crushed by a train. Ugh, more safety precautions my left behind. Okay, we'll need 30 cc's of- I've got a bubblegum bitch with serious brain damage caused by mental blast. Another from the Miss Glamour pageant? Hit the nail right in the head, Doc. Oh, jeez. Alright, let's get a cold compress and- Shield your eyes, ladies. Uh, and gentlemen, this one's messy. Ugh, let me guess, another pageant contestant- by the gods, what the fuck happened? Uh, well, uh, fell off roof right out of the gate and got a face full of pavement. Any witnesses? Just one gamer boy, but I'm sure it won't haunt him that much. We really should confront the showrunners about how dangerous these events are. Oh yeah, doctor, 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 and uh, doctor. You got room for one more in here? That depends. Uh, what's the damage? Well, physically, they are in very much good shape in comparison to the rest of them. But they seem to be a bit emotionally unstable. Some about removing a memory from a friend of that friend meeting another friend. Something like that. Then give her a pint of Rocky Road and tell her to cry about it in the waiting room. Alright, I'll guide them to the vending machine in that case. Best of luck with your procedures in here. Alright people, let's move! We've only got one episode left till they need to be the center of attention again! Stage, a real-time play D&D podcast about four colorful characters in an even more colorful world. I sound like I'm dying, so, uh... Motherfuckers got the bed. So, yeah, so, uh, Dilf Daddy, please. The only way to, um, uh, fix my sore throat. The only way to... Like, do you... Oh, that was a blowjob joke. Okay. My oh, dad no. listens to this podcast, you Hi, guys. Hi, Ace's dad. Hi, Ace's dad. <laughs> Or, Keep uh, that in. Keep that in. I can't wait for my parents to finally listen to this, and they're just like, "So this is what he does." <laughs> oh my god! Am I pr- proud? Um, no. Uh, I already told my dad some of the jokes we've said in here. All right. All right. How can all right. You find um, it on Spotify. Okay, I go Dilf. Dilf. All right. Dilf mode activate. <laughs> Hello, my name is Zach, and I play as the um the. Dad of the group, uh, Derek Brown, who is a barbarian trying to patch up his family. Why did you stutter on Dad? We've been calling you Dilf this entire time. Is that going to be your time. new thing? What? 
Because I think you established that you wanted to look over everybody as the dad. But that wasn't already established! Well, no, I, it's been established. I just, like, is that the new way he's going to open his intro? Because usually it's just, hi, I'm Zach, and I play. Who cares? No, I just kind of, who cares? It's an intro. I just do it's whatever, I just say what we comes do it every to time. my mind. It can be a little different. It can be a little fruity. Speaking of fruity, Oof. time for some Hawaiian oh. punch. Go. Wow! <laughs> wow! Okay. Yeah, I'm peaking my audio. Jesus. Hi. I'm Ace. I play Frankie, who's apparently a JoJo character now. And a gymnast? I don't know. Let's just- I'm sick of being called a fucking fruit. Hello. <laughs> I am Sam Sudama, your DM and aka your manager. And for today's Amal Sack, uh, something real, real simple. Uh, there's a secret entrance between two stores in the right mall to what is called the third party pathway. What? What? You can't just drop that on us. So, essentially, uh, there are a bunch of stores that didn't get the opportunity to be in the right mall because they sell, like, second-rate or third-rate versions of their stuff. So when the mall was being constructed, they made themselves a little home. Now, I'm not going to tell you between what two stores it's in, so that'll just happen when it happens. You can't... You can't just drop that on us. Yeah, man, what? I love the idea that when you guys get back to the mall, Frankie and Derek just be, like, field around the mall and just, like, what the fuck are you guys doing? It's like, <laughs> Epic. I burped out of surprise. Damn, Ace, you really need to handle those squeaky floorboards. <laughs> <laughs> the, the face! The face she made! Sir, I get more bitches than you. Legally now. Get the fuck I out! I don't need bitches! Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Anyway... Let's get into episode 8, uh, the number of bitches Zach which he has. <laughs> yeah, I love this fucking game. So, here's the funny thing. Based on what this episode is, I'm not going to recap the last episode. I'm going to recap the episode before that, where you all got back to the city of you got to the city of Glamour, uh, found out that Karma racked up enough debt to fucking kill a cow, and you actually got to experience the first ever section of the Glamour pageant, which was uh, a beauty contest. Uh, Gregoria got- And me doing a backflip. And the backflip. Uh, that man probably lost his job after today. I can't believe I landed a fucking 20. <laughs> yeah, fucking the best net 20 that ever happened. But uh, to give you guys an idea of where you're at right now, we're going to say canonically, what is happening right now is this is immediate, this is taking place immediately after Karma and Marshall went on to the stage for their bit. <clears throat> and I'm going to describe the scene a bit before giving it over to you guys. You just saw Karma and uh, Marshall go on the stage. They're kind of doing little pats at each other like, okay, you got this. Uh, we got this. We're good. And then you saw Karma drop to her knees. Ah. And that's where we're going. Shit. What? Uh, just some, uh, Derek is just like, uh, just... Baffled. Maxwell's also like, uh, um, a sh- uh, uh, what? I, uh, Is she alright? I, um, I hey. think. Maybe? Derek would just walk up to him, uh, just go up to her and see if she's okay. So as you're, no, ab- so as you're about to do that, uh, a, a PA grabs you on the shoulder and goes, uh, sir, you're not allowed to go on stage when the event's begin. But don't you see, she's... Yeah, it, it, it's part of the program, she's fine. I mean, you... Oh, the program... Yeah, I mean, she signed the contract on the way in, so... 
Well, okay, the, could you explain what just fucking happened? Oh yeah, she just went into his brain and she points at Marshall. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, real quick. Uh, Garrett, what's your AC? Uh, my AC. Let me look at my character sheet. Oh no. I don't like that. I don't like any of that. 12. What do you mean, what's his AC? <laughs> I will tell you right now, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> God damn it. Roll? I got a nat one. So, as Derek uh-huh. is, like, talking to this piece, he's like, yeah, so what's going on is a dart goes into their neck, and they're like, oh, wow, I see a lot of colors, and then they hit the floor. What? So what? 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 Okay. Derek just got shot at. And then you hear two people going, oh, shit, fuck, uh... Uh, can I, uh, go chase whoever the fuck just did that? Uh, if you want to roll perception to see if you would actually need to chase them. I mean, you did say that they were talking, so. Doesn't mean they're underway. Uh, uh, yeah, well, I got, like, a, what is that? Oh, that's an 18. Okay, so, Frankie, you kind of, like, track, uh, inherently in your, uh, multitude of skills. You're able to triangulate exactly where that came from. And you see a little straw poking out of, like, a rack of clothing. And you hear a guy go, shit! I don't think she saw me. Do her legs stick out underneath here? Shh! She doesn't know that. Do I know that? You know that. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm go check that out. I'm gonna go fucking punch somebody. Okay, so, what do you want to... How does Frankie want to approach this? Um, I kind of want to fucking reach my hand in there and just go go for the throat. Just drag his ass out. Okay. With my big old mitts. So, you stick your hand in the clothing. Uh, you feel... You suddenly feel around there like, oh, uh, what should, what should we do? I don't know, just fucking be quiet for a bit. What can possibly go... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pull his ass out. And you pull out a guy who was wearing kind of like Skyrim guard gear. Essentially, and he's kind of like climbs against Skyrim to people. And he's, and he's holding the, the straw in his hand, and the other guy comes up like, "Wait, wait, hey, hold on, we just want to talk. Uh, we just want, we just want to talk, right, right, right Bill? Why'd you do that? Well, uh, we were gonna Why'd do. Why'd you do that? But we were gonna do this whole thing where it's like, oh, we knock you out, then we drag you down to our base, and we just talk there. But I, I guess knocking out the PA is just as good. What do you want? Well, uh, well, actually, we, we mostly want to talk to, and he, they point to Derek. You want to talk to me? What did you do? Well, I did nothing. Well, well, well we, we heard don't... you you and the other kid, and he points to Marshall on stage, who's like, you can see getting to like a starting line or whatever. Uh-huh. Well, we heard you guys talking about what happened to the guards, and uh, you may actually have uh, a little intel on that. All right. Yeah, so. Uh, we're... Spill it. Yeah, so, uh, we can't do it here, so you guys just put these on. And he, he hands a blindfold to you and Frankie. Why do we need to wear a blindfold? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's not a secret base if people know where it is. Sir? <laughs> Fine. I'm in a fancy dress. People are going to see you leading me. I mean, it's not the weirdest thing they've seen. Yeah, but I think this is, like, government property... Well, well, no, no, I said that, that plays in defense, but we can't talk about that here. Okay. And then she puts the thing on. Okay. So, this is how you can hear this auditory-wise. Uh, okay, so, uh, okay, we'll pick each one of them up. Oh, we have to pick them up. Their legs work. No, 
No, we gotta make it so they can't trace back the footsteps. You get really concerned about that because then they'll know where it is. By what the fucking wind? So I'm gonna roll strength for each of them. Yeah, um... Is it kind of big? Oh, okay, so here's what happens. This guy struggles to pick up Derek by, like, his waist, but manages... (coughs) Okay. Oh, God. And this guy tries to pick up Frankie, and he's like... Can you just, like, hold my hand and I can lead you? Yeah. Yeah, this tickles a little too much. I mean, we said I wasn't making something. (laughs) No, I felt it, at least. That's different from the last guy. What? Uh, Okay. And... He starts leading you, and this guy's struggling to move Derek. Now, af- now I'll say that you guys can essentially feel... Well, actually, I'll, I'll narrate this through Frankie, because Frankie's actually like making some foot traffic. You feel yourself slowly begin to descend and descend and descend, and you can kind of like, you kind of like feel around to try to get an idea of your surroundings, and you feel that the ceiling is actually relatively close to your head. Huh. Derek's head just gets, he gets like, dunk! <laughs> oh, shit, sorry, man. Uh, <laughs> ah! I was, I was gonna warn you. Warn! You carrying me! How can I dunk when you're just carrying me? like a sack of potatoes! Yeah, like, go limp, man. And this is when you start hearing Ugh. another set of voices. Who are these people? Oh, well, people in the case. God, for fucking God damn it, John, that is not what well, we're not doing this bit. This isn't a bit, Mark. It's my life. No, it. Oh, fuck, just. Just, just put them on the. Just put them across your mouth real quick, please. Okay. Uh. Nyeh, nyeh. And uh, someone guides you to a seat, Frankie. And in one swift motion, the blindfolds are whipped off you. And you can see yourself staring at a tan elf with aviator shades and a bushy mustache, and a human man with kind of the Reed Richards hair. And he looks to be in his mid twenties. And he goes, "Okay. Uh, hi. Nice to meet you." Uh, my name is Mark, this is John, and the guy interrupts him and goes, I'm John, real cop Johnson. You're not, you're not a cop. Those don't, those don't exist here. That's exactly what a spy would say. I'm not a spy, we work together. You know what? Ignoring Just you. Just cut to the chase, please. Yeah, cut to the chase. But you, you interrupted, <sighs> whatever, whatever, whatever. So, hi, I'm Mark. You, you know him. Fucking asshole. And, uh... Howdy. So, uh, first of all, uh, thank you for agreeing to come to this. We, uh, we heard everything going on upstairs, that the sedation didn't go as planned, and it looked at the guy that was supposed to shoot you in the neck, and he was like, it, it's very difficult. It, I, he's like a brick wall of a man. How'd you not hit him? I, uh, well, to be fair, if you were to hit Derek, then you would have to deal with me, and I am large, fast, and very strong. And you'll have to deal with me before the medicine kicks in, so no, I'm pretty well, sure- it's fast-acting tranquilizer. You saw how fast the PA went down. You shot the PA? <laughs> okay. But, uh, I would like to welcome you to the militia upset regarding douchey evil ruler schemes. And then the uh, other guy goes, yeah, welcome to the murderers. That's funny. That's extremely funny. Yeah, we we didn't we didn't think about the acronym. Yeah, it's one of the many reasons we didn't put up flyers. Yeah, but you want also because you guys are a secret organization. That too. That too. You recently were akin to something that happened recently involving a uh, 
Big old clay man. Yeah, we punched him. Did we punch him? I think we punched well, him. Well, I, I hit him with, with this. Just holds a wrench. I'm a bit pissed off that it's all not straight anymore and like a wrench well, should be. That's a very conservative way of thinking. It was a sir. giant rock man and you hit him with a small metal bar. To be fair, the thing burst into flames. What? Okay, that's... Ooh, that's weird to know. But I, I am curious, what do you actually know about our town? Nothing. Besides I kind of the... just got kidnapped. I kind of just got kidnapped and put in a dress and told to do a backflip. Oh, oh, that was you. We heard the backflip. That was really good. Thank you. Uh, but essentially, people like the people keep saying that this lady was our founder. And he rolls out a photo of the elf lady that you saw on the screen initially before entering this building when you first got to the city of Lamore. And he goes, "Here's the thing. She wasn't always here." What do you mean? They, they call her our founder, but we were here before she was. We we had yeah. guards. We help us. But then all of a sudden, this company called Ark or whatever just showed up, kicked us all out. They initiated this new debt system, and you know, all of us guards needed a place to go, so we made our own town. But I don't know. We we just had a feeling in our gut that something was up. And I'm gonna be entirely honest. We didn't actually know if anything was up yet. But then we saw your shit go down, and we're like, oh. Oh, maybe that's bad. Maybe that's a bad thing they're doing, and we could, like, do something about that. So, please tell me. Please tell me that that company had something to do with what you were doing. Yeah. Yes! Yeah. So, our friend got in a lot of debt, and we found out that it was enough to, you know, disintegrate her upon leaving. Ooh. So, we're doing this pageant thingy to try and erase her debt so we can leave. That, the Mark, Mark guy is just like, oh, okay, cool. So, we actually, you have to leave. And John's lo- and John is also very much ecstatic. Uh, he takes a coffee mug, chugs it, and then drops, throws it on the ground. That was a perfectly good mug. I don't tolerate mugging. But that's a, I like that mug. Yeah, Jeff, don't don't mind him. He washed a lot of those uh, a lot of these, and he slides over something on the table, and it just says "Hot Fuzz." Oh, it's a cop movie. That's my Bible. You're talking about. It's a cop movie. I won't deny your reality, but it is a very strange one. Yeah. My Messiah, Paul Blart. <laughs> no, I can't oh do this! God. Oh my But, yeah, so, we were thinking, you know, if, if the, if, you know, the, our idea that something bad happened was actually true and related to this company, maybe you guys would want in on that? And if not, you know, we could just, like, night, night. I like dismantling evil corporations. Okay, okay. And it looks at Derek. Derek, can we dismantle an evil corporation? Derek, can we stick it to the man? Considering who Frankie's mom is, this is funny. D- Derek is just, um, uh... Derek, make a wisdom save just... there real quick. Alright. Oh, is this peer pressure? No, it's for another Sixteen. Reason. You managed to stuff down the memory of your son. Because this was a thing that he would normally say to you. Oh my god! <laughs> Pain! Agony! No! What a, I failed my wisdom saving throw! Ow! <laughs> I've grabbed my titties in pain! Uh, the, uh, the John, the John guy walks up to Derek. You look like a man who's lost a lot. You? 
have no idea. I mean, yeah, of course. I, I mean, like, I have some idea. I mean, you kind of just stared at him for a good five minutes and didn't say anything. That's, that's self-reflection time right there. Dad, that's trauma. Please leave the traumatized Dilf alone. All right. And he, like, touches your chest and slowly backs away. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. My titties! Well, he touches Jared's chest. Oh, thank God. His titties! <laughs> His man pecs! Yes, I'm sorry, Derek. You're a dilf. You got titties. Okay, cool. Cool. So, uh, ooh, this is exciting. We're getting wheels moving. Ooh. Oh, I feel excitement going. What is this? It's just excitement? Ooh. But, uh, okay. You're fruity. Oh, why, thank you. <laughs> I feel like it's only right that we tell you exactly what we want out of this. So that way you're not getting into something that you're not ready for. Okay. Our goal is there's a lot of missing people that we, you know, don't have account for. Also, uh, we want to destroy this. And he gives you a map of Glamore with the big purple crystal circled on it. Mm-hmm. And you know that as the thing that's topping the building that you're currently in. Mm. Where the pageant is being held. We We don't know what this is doing. But we, but we know it runs everything. That's a generator. He, uh, Mark snaps his fingers. You, see, you, I like. You're making moves. Appreciate it. But here's the thing. We, we can't really get to it because we don't have any clearance. But we do know that instead of giving each people ID cards, they tend to put uh, ID cards in the clothing. And they look at Frankie. Oh. Oh, government property dress. Oh, I get it. Yeah, and the guy and the guy that brought you here goes. That, that, that's why I said you were gonna, you know, find out the health Yeah, cool. Yeah, I can get up there and break a crystal. Can I borrow your broken wrench? The thing is bent, uh, bent like hell. But well, it, it, well, okay. Well, I, pre- I appreciate the uh, the gung honess. Really, uh, there's just one one problem. What's the problem? The only way to get up there is through the, the ruler's quarters. And the only way anyone gets to see the ruler is by winning the pageant. So, essentially, the winning team gets to go up and see the ruler. Okay. That would put you in prime position to actually go do this. But they won't let you through unless you have some invitation, quote-unquote, winning the pageant. So, either... I break in, or we wait until Karma wins the pageant. I mean, if you if you want to try breaking in, I I would recommend having an escape plan. Look, we'll try the pageant thing first, and if she doesn't win, I'll break in. Okay, okay. Uh oh. Also, um, I should probably mention we are directly underneath the stage. Well, you see that? That's why. Uh, well, wait, hold on. If, wait, wait, I'm just gonna say this one thing. If you want this place to be kept a secret, why in the hell did you just tell us right now that it's below the stage? Well, because now you know everything else. Yeah, I, I get that. It's just my question is, why are we under the stage? It's the last place anyone would look. True. Meanwhile, some guy some guy walks so in. Hey, yo, get- maintenance man. Oh, we've killed a lot of maintenance workers. You're Some mean. guy just comes in, they just kill him. <laughs> hey, boy, oh. I found another one! Put him in the pile! 
And the other guy goes, oh, so this is why we're called the murderers. We, we didn't think of the acronym, okay? But yeah, so, right. Dude, Frankie is literally James Bonding this shit. Oh, yeah, literally. Like, actually, first she was Polnareff from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Now she's fucking, like, James Bond. This is great. Yeah, but any, any, they point back at Yuku. So you need to keep that costume. That, I mean, as long as you don't bring it up to them, they're not going to take it back from you. And as far as I know, um, I, I was able to look at the scoreboard, and it seems your friend's pretty much pretty decently in the lead. I mean, you know, the, I mean, as long as she doesn't like terribly fuck up. Oh no, we're screwed. I mean, that, for us. I mean, that's a that's, to... a, that's a big what if. But uh, I don't know. Karma's not been her best lately. Oh, does she? You got some trauma going on. I can't tell if it's trauma or a manic episode. Ooh, those are the best. Yeah, but it's okay. If she fucks up, like I said, I'll break in. I'll kill some people. That'll be fun. Oh, cool. I was going to ask about that, but since you said it out loud, it makes it less fucked up that I'm okay with it. Look at me. No, I'm looking. Dangerous. That's what that face says to me, danger. Well, danger and, like, weirdly comfort. I know. I'm so huggable. Very much so. Can Can I hug you? Yeah! And they hug. The, the, um, the John guy walks up, walks back over to Derek. And holds out his arms like, hmm? He does okay. like a, he does like the, um, uh, like, like the man hug, like, you know what I'm saying? He pulls you in hug. for a full, full hug. Now we're brothers at arms. He grabs your ass. No! Do that again, <laughs> I'll break your nose. I'm sorry, He's I'm sorry. Married. I'm sorry he does that to everyone. I am married. a married, yeah, I'm a married man. These cop so... movies he was watching are from like a very problematic era. Please don't sexually assault my friend. He then just goes, hoo and walks away. No, no. Okay, wait, I need to explain something. I watched Transformers Prime, and in one of the episodes, Ratchet, the medic, gets on space drugs. And the entire episode, he goes, hoo (laughs) It's been ruined for me ever since. Oh my god, I did. You hit me with the hula, and I'm like, I definitely saw this one, uh, this this one Twitter thing, and it's like, this is a homicide maniac. Dane is gonna listen to this episode, and it's gonna break the poor man. (laughs) I saw this fucking, uh, I follow this one guy uh, on Twitter. It does, like, Transformer things. It does, like, oh, it's like, this is a homicidal maniac. Quite literally shows Megatron. Some guy, but some guy binding his left. The other guy's like, no, you may not date him. <laughs> which Megatron? Oh, yeah, which uh, one? Uh, Prime. That's some good taste right there. That's a good man to date. Prime Megatron is, like, the only dateable Megatron. Why? No. Why fuck what about animated? Okay. No! Animated's whole thing is acting like a submissive bitch to get his way. That man would be the most abusive, manipulative little fuck. Now, Prime Megatron, on the other hand, not only is he, huh, but he is a gladiator, which means he stands for honor and respect. And in the end of the fucking series, he gets reformed. Put respect on that name. Respect on the name Prime Megatron. Wait, real- Daddy! Real quick. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, you're only What? Why? Try, just trust me. I do not trust you is the bit. That, that's a 19. 
you you look over and you see that there's a guy that looks like a kind of human version of that of that Megatron. Nope. 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 I'm taking not. my headphones off. You will not break me this day, Sam Smart. You I, did I'm not, not nope. you did not just do nope. that just purely for that. You yeah. are fucking kidding me. I did just that. You what do you want from me? What do you want from me? I'm just telling you he's there. <laughs> I hate you. I'm gonna draw this man now. No, because there are so many human versions of Megatron that I've drawn. Like Whatever you draw, that'll be canonically what it looks like. Uh, <laughs> listen, after what I did to Derek, you can't be telling me this shit, man. The, for what you did to Derek, this is why I'm telling you this. <laughs> but, uh... You better keep this in. I will keep it. If you it. don't keep this in, I'll kill you. He'll, he'll still be there. But, uh, yeah, so Mark looks at you guys and goes, Okay, cool! Uh, oh wait, one, two. Hey, uh, wasn't there, like, a third person with him? We loved Maxwell! We loved my brother. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Oh, we didn't... Uh, oh, uh, I mean, we don't need to give you guys the blindfolds to go back up now, do we? No. And then Frankie just leaves. Oh, oh okay. To go find her brother. Derek follows. Well, uh, th- thanks for joining the murderers. Nah, no, I'm doing it. Why don't you just call yourselves mercenaries? No, yeah, we'll keep that in mind. Frankie goes to find her brother before her brother has a panic attack. Yeah, so as you ascend the staircase, you actually can see that you are actually below the area that you were at originally, Frankie, where they lifted you up to onto the stage to do your thing. Oh. And yeah. as you're as you just get up there, uh, Frankie, you feel someone poke you. Hey. Ah. You're the lady that did the flip, right? Yeah. And if you were to look, you can see this is the guy that took over after you left. So essentially, the oh. elf announcer. Hi. Yeah, uh, I don't know what you did, but all they told me was, hey, a woman did your job better, and now they're hired. No, I'm Whoa. not. Yeah, you hear a PA go, oh, by the way, you're hired. I don't live here. Well, no, you don't have to live here. But, but I was just here for, okay, um, please don't fire him, at least. Well, persuasion. <laughs> What'd you get? What do you think I got? What do you eat? Okay. Field goal, bitch. I'm sorry. So he looks into your eyes, your your soft, kind eyes. He just goes, "Fine, you guys can like co-host." But people are really enthusiastic after that flip. I will do more flips. Okay, so do you want to just do flips in the back while he talks? I'll do both. Oh, okay. Do you talk while doing flips? Yes, I am shockingly talented. I, I do not I do not deny that. Alright, and who are you? She points at Derek. Him friend. Derek. Uh cool. Um can you guys head back up now? We're kinda of moving a lot of stuff down here. Yeah, All that's right. where we were going. I'm sorry. Nah, that's good school. We we stopped you. So you get back up top and you can see you're back in your old dressing room area. You don't see Maxwell. Mm. Max? Max Maxwell Maxie Uh Frankie, you feel a little tap on your on your cheek. Mm. Old dirt boy. Where? He points to the door out of out of the stadium. Fra- Frankie, Frankie, continue on. <laughs> yeah, Boulder Boy, I love him. So you follow him out of the entrance, and you can see that Maxwell is sitting, eating some what appears to be frozen yogurt. Just kind of sitting on one of the statues outside of the uh, stadium, kind of looking. I, I go, I go sit next to him. He's like, "Oh, what's up? What's up?" Sell Sherbert here. 
It was pretty nice. Yeah, I hurt my stomach. You okay? Hmm? You okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. fine. Or, uh, what do you guys do? You can see you guys for a bit. Uh, Frankie's voice gets real low to not draw any attention. We're, uh, we're gonna take down an evil corporation. <laughs> we became murderers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's, uh, that's cool. Yeah. And, uh, he points, and you can see that, uh, Marshall is jumping down from a building. What? And, and running towards the tavern, and when he lands, he runs towards the tavern. Yeah. I don't have screen for watching this bit for some reason, so I'll come outside. That was cool. Yeah. He's a real badass. You know that's karma in his head, right? I mean, yeah, but she's not, like, piloting him. Yeah. Yeah, Marshall's you a You like guy. her. Yeah. Yeah, karma's... That was really cool. Okay. What happened? Hmm? No, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm great. You're a bad liar. You always have been. Look, I'm... I'm gonna be real with you. I'm... I'm, I'm kind of missed at you. Oh. Literally, um... The, the minute I do something you don't, I say something you don't like, or I get cold feet about doing something that's like a major step in karma knowing me, and your initial reaction is to bat me? Look, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna hold it against you. That, that'd be, that'd be mean. Because we, we don't really, we really talked before this. But like, I don't, I don't like that. If you, if you don't like something that I've done, just, just like tell me. I'm sorry. I'm a very physical person. I didn't mean it that way. Yeah, I know. That's why you give the best hugs. He pulls into like a little side arm hug. She huggle back. Like, big hug. Because she feels really fucking bad now. He notices you feel too. I was like, oh, wait. Oh, God. Oh, did I make this? Oh, no. Ah, shit. Um, no, you're fine. You're fine. You're okay. I'm sorry. No, it's, 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 it's fine. I just, I realized that we didn't like talk about it. We turned into like a whole thing. And, and, I, and I don't want that. This is like the first time we mm-hmm. physically got into like, hang out and, and connect his siblings, and I didn't want to, like, fuck that up. So I didn't say anything earlier. Meanwhile, Derek's over here just like, let's get that! <laughs> They're bonding. Uh, hey, Derek? Yeah? Your phone rings. What? 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 Derek, uh, grabs it, and, uh... Do you want to check the caller ID before you do that? Uh, yes. It's Rachel. Emilia some uh, calls it Rachel? Hello, Derek. R- Rachel? That is my name, yes. What? what where are you? Uh, that is a piece of information I will not be giving you. What? Why? Who the fuck are Why? You calling Why'd me? you call me Derek? Then. Well, you see. Sweetie, um, what's wrong? I'm on a, I'm on a self-healing journey, and I was told to renounce my baggage. So, uh. Derek? And you hear just kind of like birds chirping in the back of the phone. I release you. And she hangs up. She just disowned you. Release. What the fuck? Um, he tries to call back. Uh, someone picks up. Hello. And who is this? Uh, where's Rachel? Oh, Sister Rachel will not be coming to the phone. Sister oh my Rachel. god, she's a nun. Your daughter became a fucking nun! And then disowned you. I I, I could take a message, but I uh, I, I don't think she wants to 
I, I help on people's journey. I do not speak for them. But I, I do hope that you, sir, find what you're looking for. And have a nice day. Uh, I will what be... I'm looking for, what I'm looking for are my two kids, my son and my daughter. And my daughter is Rachel. Mm-hmm. That is one of the people I'm looking for. So please tell me where she is. I, I'm sorry, sir. I cannot do that. What do you mean you can't do that? That would be going against her wishes, and that would not be all right. Listen here. I I don't I don't know who you are, and I don't really know what's going on. But I'm but I'm gonna find my daughter. And if you ask, and, and honestly, I'm glad she's healing. But I'm not glad to be separated from my family. Well, uh, sir, it definitely sounds like you have a lot of uh, trauma going on. And I do... If you, I mean, I'll have this device if you want to, like, talk about it. No. Are you sure? I'm a very good listener. No. I could, I could direct you to another one of my brothers and sisters. He, hangs up, he just hangs up the phone. <laughs> I'm a really good listener. <laughs> Uh, that's what he sounds like. Oh no. This fucking bitch. Oh no. Uh, oh no. I disagree. I like ice cream. Ayo. Ayo. Fuck this campaign. Fuck this campaign. And all it stands for. Okay, just kind of look at the phone. Just kind of staring at it. Just with, with a lack of words. Don't break it. He's not breaking it. Good, because your son might call next. I just hope he doesn't fucking disown you! God! What is this campaign? What? Bruh! Uh, ah. I get another call mm. from the Rachel number. Uh, he, nope. uh, picks it up. What is it? Oh, hi. Uh, I just thought that if you might not be ready to talk right now, uh, I do have hang, a, hang uh, hang do you have a business hang card up. I could give you. Hang up. Just, just, just ask for a uh, father elk, and he'll, uh, you know, it'll direct me to you. He hangs up. Okay, bye. <laughs> nah, cause what the fuck, bro? Calls I... back. <laughs> no. Yeah, maybe like a voicemail or something. So, uh, your daughter had it set up so that way, uh, the voicemail plays after the call gets said. It's like. Hey, uh, oh I just realized I might have been coming off a little pushy. I don't want to push you into getting over your trauma. It's your journey. It goes at your pace. I just want you to know that Bro. we're here oh for you. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's it. Bye. <laughs> Dude. Dude, I went through, like, this same shit with, uh, fucking, uh, one of my fucking, fucking school counselors, dude. We don't want to push you, you but we're trying to push you. (laughs) Real quick, uh, Derek. You hear a voice to your left down the dark hallway. Well, looks like the pieces are going together. No. No, no, I know that, I I know that voice all too well. No. He is not doing that voice. No. 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 Do you turn to look? Sam, I will make you end this recording now. Do you turn to look? Yes. You turn, and out from the darkness comes a, the mascot, Cory the Cowboy, you saw in episode two. And he just goes, uh, No! Yeehaw. That is the creepiest shit ever! Hello, Mr. Brown. You want to talk? What the hell are you? Mr. Brown, I'm your friend. 
You are not my friends. He puts a little thingy up your face. Ew. He kind of puts the, um, uh, he pulls the thing away from him. It feels weirdly fleshy for what looks like a mascot Oh, suit. no, stop it! Oh, God! I don't want to be here! Well, that's perfectly fine, uh, right there. I just wanted to thank you for your, uh, your deposit. Deposit? Deposit of what? Oh, wow, you're two beautiful children. Excuse me? What do you mean? Their souls will satiate me for ages. Derek would just want to just throw a punch at this guy. You want to try? Yes. Okay. Roll the hit. Oh, that's a 19. So, you plant one directly in his face to the point where it squishes in. Again, it feels weirdly... It feels weirdly fleshy. And then you hear from no! it... And then you hear from his stomach area. Well, that's not very kind of you. And you look down and his face has materialized on his stomach. Nope. 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 After this... I'm not fucking recording anymore. That is it. That is it. I have cringed my fringe that I no longer have. Mr. Brown, just uh, so you know, I will always be here for you. you. We ain't friends, you little fucking nasty ass not even if I don't, devil. Not even if I had an ultimatum. Ultimatum? Well, it seems, that? Uh, it seems you are, unlike most of my other followers, uh, Against the idea of your kids being a sacrifice. I ain't one of your followers! But you are against your kids being sacrificed, correct? I am against that. I would rather not have my kids. Cool, cool, father right. drama. I'm reading the room correctly. Uh, so, here's what I'm going to tell you. Either you find me someone else to sustain myself upon that is equivalent to two children, or, well, let's just say you won't have to pick the kids up from the daycare anytime soon. Derek is less. De- Derek is less terrified and more of just furious. So he slowly begins to walk into the dark hallway. And he goes, "Oh, oh, one more thing," and his head turns all the way around. Mm. Have you called your wife? None of that. And then None he of that. Slowly sinks back into the darkness. How, he he just had like Wait. a what? Okay. I might actually use the theory corner, <laughs> but hear me out on this one. What? Derek didn't sacrifice his kids, right? Yeah. But I kind of highly fucking doubt Corey would be fucking with him for no reason. I mean, well, he is Have a Have you called so. your wife? Has me thinking Lindsay's doing it. But where the hell is Lindsay? Lindsay's not one being the mall, would she? Do I don't think it matters because we saw Corey in. Yeah. You encountered the Corey thing in the real world. Uh, just uh. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, if you want to take his prom, yeah, feel free. Yeah, he, at first he'll just like his mood will just kind of like just change, and uh, he'd pick up his phone, and I'd say that he would call Lindsay. Okay, rings for a bit. You here to pick up? Uh, yeah, what, what is it, Derek? It's like, Lindsay? Yeah, well, what's up? What's going on? I don't know what to ask. Uh, are you okay, maybe? Yeah, he's like, uh, are you alright? I, I mean, I, in all honesty, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked you asked. Uh, 
I mean, I'm, I haven't been, have been the greatest. Uh, how about, how about you? Not all that great either. Yeah, I guess. I've kind of, things haven't been good for a while. I know this is only like a little thing, and you know, we get to have this. Uh, how's a how, how's your time out? Uh, it's an experience. Yeah, your uh, your bar boys can be kind of kind of rowdy bunches. <laughs> oh, you know how they be. But uh, when you uh, when you get your home tonight, we should we should definitely talk about this. Yeah. Yeah, we we should. Derek gives a little bit of a smile. Maybe his eyes are a bit tearing. Yeah, I just uh, you know, Cal, Cal and uh, Rachel just got back from school, so you know, couldn't sleep. What? Oh, oh, um, that that's good. Yeah. Tell my tell my said I uh, I love them and uh, and all that. Uh, yeah. I mean, you you can tell them that when you. You get back home. But, uh, hey, uh, uh, okay. uh, Derek, uh, before you uh, before you go back to hanging out with your with your bar boys, uh, I, I I really want to make this work. I do too. I do too. I'm uh, um, you had the uh, you had the stuff. Oh my god! If I could cry right now, I would. I'll uh, I'll see you tonight. See you tonight. Love you. Thank you too. He hangs up. He hangs up. Right now, I'd say that Derek just kind of puts his phone in his pocket, just maybe stands there for a bit, maybe like the absolute clusterfuck of emotions that he's running through right now. Yeah, mainly just sadness. It went from anger to just complete sadness. Uh, confetti starts pouring down from the sky, and if you were to walk back out out of the little corridor area and look at the big screen that you saw in the beginning, yeah. You can see that Marshall is has his arms being raised, and the elf announcer is just like the winner, Team Instant Karma. Yo, Derek, I would say is not um, uh, not really there. He's just kind of maybe, maybe the, like kneels to the ground, maybe like hits his hand on the um, uh, the ground, yeah, and he starts bawling. <laughs> Well now, I'm pretty sure this is going to be making for a very interesting regrouping. Man, I can't wait to see all the chaos that happens because of that. To where you will be able to see that in two weeks' time, as this is a bi-weekly podcast. So save the date two weeks from this day in order to see what chaos has transpired because of this. And let's just roll that credit reel once again, shall we? We have... Zach Yeager as Derek Brown, Leah Snyder as Karma Foster, Ace as Frankie Ann Lynn, Seth Lyles as Marshall Kuda, and Sam Sudama as our glorious Dungeon Master. Zach and Leah handle our social media accounts, so feel free to check those whenever we're not posting an episode. Ace does our art and does a lovely job with it. And Sam and I both work on editing the episodes. For this episode, we have a special thanks to Virginia for helping voice one of the doctors in the intro. You did an amazing job, and I love the energy that you brought to that doctor. Then, we also have Paul McGreevy, who composed our theme for Outer State. You hear that in the background, as well as at the introduction. So, feel free to look him up at No No So So Music. 
And of course, we have our dice dealers for the podcast, Panic and Finch Dice Company. Now this time we're going to be looking at some of the wooden dice sets, because honestly, the look to them is really cool. So first, we have the Cherry Wood set. In all honesty, this set is just really pretty, and it's really nice because of how simplistic it is. The wood grain pattern really shines with these, and it just looks nice. And then we have the green striped wood, to where it's almost camo-like, but I can still see it! You're not fooling me! Maybe just don't play outside with this set because you may lose it. Specifically because it's also slightly smaller than the normal dice sets. Really good detail to have in the description. And for our final dice set for the episode, we have the red, orange, and beige stripe set. Now this is my kind of color palette. Plus with them being the wooden set too, all of these are going to be beautiful to use. So, you can find Fennec and Finch on their Twitter, at Fennec and Finch, by searching up Fennec and Finch on Etsy, or by going to their website, fennecandfinch.com. And with that all being said and done, feel free to like, review, or you know, whatever you want to do. And until next time, on Outer State.